0: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. Today's episode, I think, is something that we don't talk about enough. Today, we are talking with Jen all about the relationships that we have in our lives and how that can affect our health journey. You know, like you have peer pressure from your friends and your family or the environment you surround yourself with. How do you deal with unwanted comments on what you're doing? How do you become the supportive friend to your other friends who are going through their own journeys. So we talk about all those scenarios here. But before we get started, I do have an announcement for you. In a few weeks, I will be doing a live training in the Girls Gone Healthy Facebook group, and it's tackling all of the questions that you have about motivation. We're going to be talking about when you have this motivation and these bursts of energy, how to continue those on and building momentum off of it. And then on the other end, if you're in a rut and you can't seem to get out, What's actually causing you to have that drain in energy, that lack of motivation? So we're going to be tackling both of those in a 45-minute free training for you in the Facebook group that's happening on January 18th. So mark it down, it's going to be January 18th, and even if you can't join it live, the recording will still be posted in the Facebook group, so be sure to join. The link is down below, and if you just search on Facebook, Girls Gone Healthy, healthy tips in your 20s, you will find it. So I look forward to seeing you all there. It's free, so go invite your friends, go invite your workout buddies to this group as well. I'm sure that they would really appreciate it. So with that, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey guys, today we are joined by Jen and she's an Optimal Health Coach, Podcaster, and Business Consultant. So she found it Better Life Now, and now she also has her podcast, Salad with a Side of Fries. Thank you for joining us, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So I want to know the name or the story behind the name, Salad with a Side of Fries, because I feel <laughs> like it's a joke, but that sounds like something that I would love to order.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a joke at all. It is legit my go-to default order. And so the whole thing was when I was coming up with the name of my show, I was sort of, my original inclination was to call it French fries and cookie dough because those are the things that I will never give up. And then I was like, but that really doesn't do it justice to like what we're going to talk about. And I was out and I ordered salad with a side of fries and it was like, uh, I think we found something here. <laughs> you know, And it was a joke, like with my friends where like big surprise, Jen's going to order salad and fries, you know? Yeah. So I love that. Fitting. that.
0: Yeah. That sounds like something I would do though, because I'm like, okay, like, you know, it's nice and light and fresh the salad. I'm like, but I want the salty fries too. <laughs> yes. A little bit of decadent, you know, you got to balance. It's all balanced. I love it. So I would love if you could tell us a little bit more about you and then your own
1: health and fitness journey. Yeah. So my background is really in business and marketing and I came to all of this through my own like saga, right? Like, I mean, I can't even call it a journey. Like, I feel like that doesn't do it justice, you know? Like So I grew up the skinny one in a family of dieters. And that was awesome. I was a dancer, you know, like it was fine. And then all of that went away, (laughs) right? Like I went to college and I stopped dancing in the same way and food changed and my whole life changed. And it was like the first time where I had to think about like, how am I going to move? You know, like, do I need a gym membership now? Like, what does one do at this point? Right. And so that was when I was like, okay, I know what to do. Like I watched my family do this my whole life and i did every diet under the sun like gained and lost and did the whole thing like everybody does you know and when i found the program that i now teach at first i was like no no no, that's okay like i got this you know like i've got my thing and then meanwhile i'm like going up and down and up and down and riding this roller coaster and it's like i don't got this you know (laughs) but In my head, you know, like I had my ideas, I didn't want to do like whatever they were talking about. So, interestingly, I saw people who were following this program, and I noticed that they two things one was that they were keeping the weight off, and the second thing was this woman was telling her story of losing like 150 pounds, and everything she said after that, like I heard. Zero words. You know, it was like, it doesn't even matter. Like, I heard nothing, like a scene in a movie where like everything goes silent, and all I could hear was my own inner monologue of like, how is it possible 150 pounds? Like, that's another human, like attached to her body. And I am looking at her and I can't see where like 10 pounds maybe could have been. Like, not even, you know? And I remember having this like, moment with myself of, okay, they know something you don't know, like get over yourself, (laughs) you know? So I worked with a coach, I followed the program and it completely changed my life. It is the only thing that's allowed me to say I've kicked my food issues because I really believe it is the nutrition education we're all supposed to know and no one ever taught us. And so from then on, I set out on a mission to pay it forward and help people help themselves with this information. So this was back in 2007. So I started working with clients in late 2007 on the side. It was not my full-time job. I was doing it on the side, sort of slowly building this business. Um, And then in 2019, I left my full-time job. Started the podcast. So, left my job in July, launched the podcast in August. And I suppose, you know, the rest is history, right? Here we are. Now I'm getting to talk to you, Emily. It's, you know, a blast and a half. Just, it really is all about, you know, paying it forward. And like the bigger mission of everything I do is about changing the state of healthcare. Yeah. So, like, what type of program was this? Was it a workout program, nutrition program? What was this program? Yeah. Nutrition. Um, but it does also talk a lot about body composition. And so it does mean that you have to exercise. And I was already sort of in that world of, you know, like had a gym membership, found things I would do and liked, but the nutrition side of it was always much more challenging for me. You know, like, I know I've heard you talk about it in some of your episodes too. It's like, it's just not always easy. Like stress we eat celebrations, we eat holidays, we eat, right? Like, we want to relax, we eat. Like, there's so much around food that, you know, we could exercise all day long and still not have this figured out. There's sort of like four pillars of the program. So, the first is low glycemic impact eating, which is eating properly to balance our blood sugar. Because, in looking at the science, what we know is that blood sugar generally dictates whether we are storing fat or not. And then we can choose foods and you know eat regularly, such that we keep our blood sugar in a middle range, where we're never storing fat. And I always say weight loss isn't magic, it's science. But the magic part is that when we're consistent in keeping our blood sugar levels even, our body will release the fat stores that it's been holding on to.
0: So it felt like magic because you're like, I thought this is what I was doing the whole time.
1: Exactly. And then, so that's the first piece is like really learning, like relearning nutrition, basically. The second piece is behavior modification and education, understanding our habits and behaviors and our routines. And like, because basically you don't need someone to tell you to eat a cucumber over a Twix, like duh. Yeah. You know, we know that. <laughs> right. But I still don't do it. Exactly. But exactly. It's not always so easy. So that's the second piece. The third is body composition. So we focus actually not on losing weight, but on removing fat. So we actually measure body fat percentage, which is very different because a lot of the typical diets out there and the typical things we do of like, cutting calories, cutting out whole food groups, like all those kinds of things that we've done. When we do that, and the number and the scale goes down, what we're actually losing is muscle. So the number and the scale goes down for a while, but then it stops. And then of course, because what we did, like how we ate to make that number and the scale go down isn't sustainable we go back to eating these other foods that we had cut out but now we have less muscle on our body to be burning that fuel right muscle is metabolically active muscle burns fuel so if we have less muscle we're burning less we gain the weight back as fat so every time we like do that yo-yo thing we lose it as water and muscle gain it back as fat lose it as water and muscle gain it back as fat so we might end up being like the same number on the scale when we get back up to whatever that was but by body composition, we're actually fatter at that number.
0: Yeah. And not only is that not sustainable, but when you do lose that weight, which is usually something that, you know, people want to celebrate, you're just not feeling good because you did lose that muscle. So, you know, these people are like, I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy like having energy and they're like, and I lost weight. It's like, but
1: why do I feel so bad about it? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So crazy. And then the fourth is strategic supplementation. So what we realize is that all of this stuff is much more chemical than we've been led to believe.
0: Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And that's, you know, You can deep dive into that all day of totally. This could be a whole other
1: conversation. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, but I would love to talk to you today about like our relationships and our wellness journey because I mean, you've seen so many different phases of your own. You've been the naturally skinny one. You've been the dieter. Now you've been the one that has the education, and so you know who you surround yourself with and the influence of everyone else. Like, definitely impacts that a lot. So how? Would you go about trying to balance your decisions with who you're surrounding yourself with?
1: Yeah. So I love this conversation because we don't live in isolation, right? Even now (laughs) in the craziness of, you know, like whatever this quarantine life is, we're still not in isolation and our relationships are really important. And so it becomes a question first of who do we want to share this with? If we're focusing on our health, right, or we're f- maybe it is trying to lose weight or it's just trying to focus on, you know, having energy and sleeping well and being able to do all the things you want to do in a day. So when we're focusing on those things, it's who needs to know that we're focusing on those things. So sometimes like when I first started, not even first, but, you know, when I was really in the mix of dieting and trying every diet under the sun I was in college and I always had roommates but I didn't tell them what I was doing because I was like I'm looking at my food enough like I don't need you to be the food police you know Mm -hmm. so I didn't necessarily share it with people but then you know, different diets I did over the years, like, especially with Weight Watchers, right? I have some friends that I met at Weight Watchers that are still, still really great friends of mine. And we sort of joke that like we met through a mutual friend, you know, we don't tell anybody that we really met at Weight Watchers, you know, or maybe a select few, but it becomes a first choice of who do you want to share this with? Because I do think it is important to have someone or a couple people to celebrate with, you know, when you have those moments and you are excited and you want to share that stuff to have a couple people in your life that you share that with, but then to be discerning about who that is. So for me, that was often like my family, you know, versus my friends. Or I had my friends who were also focusing on these things, you know, and that became things that we talk about. It's also interesting too, to think about what plans look like. You know, the more we're focusing on our health or the more all of us are focusing on our health or we have friends with like goals, a lot of times plans start to revolve less around food. So maybe you know i have a group of friends where oftentimes part of the plans would be a spin class and then going to dinner or brunch or it would be people that i met at the place where i would work out which was sort of like a um like a boutique studio kind of a thing like not a gym gym but we would then go to class and then go grab a coffee or brunch or dinner or something after so like as we evolve and as we have friends who are also in this on this path or in this space right the plans change and eventually we might choose to make different decisions when we are with our friends so even with some of my friends where i didn't necessarily talk about what i was doing we would go out to dinner and we're also the kind of group where like We just order a bunch of things and share it all. So I would always just say like, I don't care, everything's fine. Just like, let's get at least like a veggie, like something green, you know? And I didn't make a big deal out of it, but I made sure that there was some sort of vegetable to choose from. And it then became a thing. Like they knew if somebody else was doing the ordering for the group, like they knew to make sure after a while of like being consistent with that, right? They knew to make sure to get a vegetable for me. You know, I mean, obviously for everybody, but they knew that that was going to be like my request.
0: Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, you don't have to tell everyone about it, but it also doesn't have to be something that you do alone. Like, you know, you can still continue, you know, going out to dinner with them, but Then making those small changes and it's not going to be something where you're like guys like I have an announcement (laughs) don't do that I'm making I'm getting eating vegetables (laughs) like you know it can just be something simple like that and I I definitely know what you're talking about too with the plans of like you know you go to a spin class and then because I feel like my main two plans pre-covid was all around meals and it was either like I'd go to spin class in the morning and then brunch with whoever I went with or it would be okay let's meet up for dinner and drinks later at night yeah and like the contrast between the two were huge because one I'd be feeling like great after and the other I might be like sick from eating and drinking too
1: much right and sometimes like I got to the point too where there were a few times where we would do like the weekend morning spin And then brunch. And there were a few times where, like, I got to the point where I didn't feel great when I drank right after working out. And I don't know, I think that was just my body being like, hey, guess what? We can't do this anymore. You know, I still do it, let's be real. But it was, you know, paying attention to those things. So that sort of brings up also a scenario of like, well, what do you do when you don't necessarily want to indulge the same way? And I think it kind of follows the same thing of like, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like if you make it a big deal, it's going to be a big deal. And I'm not even, like we've all heard the thing of like, well, have a water between each drink or whatever. Like, yeah. And you know sometimes order both at the same time, right? Order, like I'm big, I love bubbles, right? So order Prosecco or champagne and a club soda. And then both are coming at the same time and it becomes less of a big deal rather than when the server is coming around to do a round of drinks. And then the next time you're opting out or it turns into a whole big production because you're like, actually, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be a huge thing unless you want it to be a huge
0: thing. Yeah, because I think that the issue too, that a lot of, I think this is a very females and like in your 20s thing, but if like one person of the group is like, oh, I'm gonna start eating healthier, I'm getting the salad, I'm skipping all of this, then like all of the other girls kind of like feel attacked. You know, they're like, oh, so you're calling me unhealthy, you know, or like, you're like judging my choices. And it's, it's a lot of like unsolicited advice on like both ends.
1: Yes it's unsolicited advice but what's really happening and like this is more of an internal conversation for all of us to have with ourselves which is like their reaction has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you like life lesson everything everybody does has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you it doesn't change the fact that it can hurt and it can be frustrating So I find that I got less of that response when I didn't make a big deal out of it, right? Salad to the side of fries. Like everybody counts on me to order the fries at the table or like, we'll say something, you know, like what's everybody going to get or whatever, you know, and making sure, oh, you have fries. Can I have some of those fries? It doesn't have to be an attack on anyone else unless you put yourself (laughs) right in a place where it becomes something bigger.
0: Yeah. No, I really like that. And then, like, the other scenario that I want to talk about, too, is you're saying, you know, you should have those people that you celebrate with and that you can confide in. So say, you know, you do have another friend who's also on this journey with you. How, like, do you go about supporting that? Because I feel like, you know, say you have a friend that really wants to lose weight, but you're like, but I don't want to, like, comment on her body, you know? Like, how can you be that supportive wellness
1: ally? Right. Uh oh, so – it's complicated. Right. So recognize like it's complicated. It's not so instinctual. Right. So one of the things too to back up is if you're the person who's focusing on your health and you do want to enlist someone or enroll somebody in what you're doing, tell them how to be helpful because people want to be helpful. Like you just said, like you want to be supportive, but you don't really know how. So like if you're talking to someone, tell them what you're looking for from them. And it sounds really stupid, but there's a difference between use going to bed early for an example. If you're like, you know, I'm really like this week, I'm focusing on getting to bed early. You gotta help me. Text me when you're getting ready for bed and just tell me you're getting ready for bed. versus, hey, I'm focusing on getting ready for, you're going to bed early this week. I need your help. And then the next text that comes in is, are you going to bed? It's 11. What are you doing? That's not helpful. That feels taunting and like annoying and like the police are watching. Like that's frustrating, (laughs) you know, but if the text was like, Hey, I know you wanted me to let you know, I'm getting ready for bed now. That becomes helpful. Yeah, then it helps both parties. <laughs> they both know what to do. So tell people what that means. If they don't tell you, I think the I am big on be supportive of the effort and the energy and the commitment, and indifferent to the details. So they don't need you to watch what they're eating, unless they tell you, "Hey, make sure I don't eat X." your job is not to make sure they don't eat X. You know what I mean? Like your job is to be like, hey, how are you feeling? You look radiant. You're glowing. Your energy is off the charts. Commenting on how they're showing up in the world and their energy and, you know, all of that kind of stuff reinforces and gives that positive feedback without tying it directly to their weight or their clothing size or whatever it is
0: yeah no I really like that because just picturing you know if because you want someone to help support you right and so say like you know I'm eating healthier but then if you go out to eat with them and then you feel like they're like watching what you order or like maybe you feel guilty like around like ordering dessert whereas You know, if you have that supportive person that's just like, you know, like I know how much effort you've been putting in, like lifts that weight off your shoulders while
1: still knowing, like, you know, they do support you. Exactly. And like, you can go to dinner and have dessert and be like, hey, let's do dessert. I want like three bites. So you pick, I'm only having a couple bites. And like your response as the wellness ally needs to not be, oh, I'm going to have to eat the rest of it. No, you don't have to eat the rest of it either. You know, like you could also choose to have just a couple bites. <laughs> you know, but like the way we interpret that is our own stuff and needs to not be like thrust on the other person as the wellness ally.
0: Yeah. And then my last question with like these wellness relationships, we talked about it a little bit, but maybe for a situation that you're in where it's not that supportive. Like I know that, you know, with COVID, a lot of people had to move home with their families who might not be on board, or, you know, they're trapped with their boyfriend who now they have every meal together and they're not on the same eating schedule, you know, like what
1: would you do in those situations? Yeah. So this is where it's, it's not simple, like all of this, right? It's just complicated, but it's also about deciding like, what are your priorities? And we have to be a little bit flexible in this, like maybe given everything that's going on in the world, This is your moment to like push hard toward those wellness goals. Or maybe it's your moment to be like, you know what? I'm going to just focus on maintaining for a minute (laughs) and like adjust to this bizarre life. And then once we sort of understand what the goal is, then we can say, okay, what do I need to make that happen? You know, I probably need to figure out how I'm going to exercise in quarantine. Right? Am I going to do a walk every day so that I can get out of this house and get away from these people? Or, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to do something on Instagram Live and it's at a specific time and I have to like work the rest of my schedule around it? Right? So, sort of planning a little bit in that way. And then, similar to what we did when we were telling someone how to help us as a wellness ally. I think it takes practice, but being able to share what we need. So, Hey mom, I know you're going to the grocery store. Would you mind getting X, Y, and Z and be super specific? Just like we were specific about how to help me go to bed earlier, super specific about what you want her to get at the grocery store. So like, can you get me like a red bell pepper, organic raspberries and an avocado? Okay. I just picked very random foods, but like be specific and then it's easy for them to show up and help you get what you need. But if you say like, Hey mom, I know you're going to the grocery store. Can you just get some extra like vegetables and stuff? Like maybe she's going to come home with like a bunch of potatoes and you're like, that wasn't really what I meant by vegetables. And so it comes down to, like I said, like choosing those priorities, figuring out what you need and what you can do. And the more we focus on what we can do, the better we're all going to be mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things, you know, rather than sitting here and just being like, can't eat what I want. can't go to the grocery store. Can't do my normal workout. Yeah, no, none of us can. And. These are the things we can do. And this is where we're gonna put our energy.
0: Yeah. Wow. I got so much out of this because, you know, something that I've been like trying to work on better too. My living situation's changed. And so, you know, I think that no matter what situation you're in, the big takeaway is, you know, be really specific, be really clear. And then also know that a lot of time, like people's reactions aren't actually to you, it's to what's going on with them. So I think those are great reminders. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and one last tip that just occurred to me, because so when I was living with roommates, we had separate areas in the refrigerator. And that was helpful for me because I knew where my stuff was. And then everything else, even if they had stuff that was tempting, I had a little mantra of, that's not my food. right? So like separate space in the refrigerator, separate space in a cupboard. Like, that cupboard is not my food. And so it helps when other people have things around that you don't necessarily want to be eating, you know, and then you can say too, like, I'm going to do a separate grocery run from everybody else. Like, that's totally okay. Yeah.
0: Because I mean, if you are clear on your goals, you're clear on your priorities, then yeah, the rest is just kind of noise. You know, you don't need to be influenced on like what someone else buys.
1: Exactly. But it's hard, you know, like it takes a concerted effort. So you can do it. It is possible, I promise. Yes, I love this, Jen.
0: If you want to let everyone know where they can find you and listen to you. Yeah, so
1: Salad with a Side of Fries is the podcast. Wherever you like to listen to your podcast, we are there. Uh, you can also find us at saladwithasideoffriespodcast.com. And connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Jen Trebek, J-E-N-N-T-R-E-P-E-C-K. I just, I want to hear from you. I would love to hear like what's sticking with you from what you heard today. And I just can't wait to chat. Oh, and I promised discovery calls. So send me um, a private message or direct message and I will send you a link to schedule that. So I promise. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yes. And I'll have links to all of her socials below. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi. Come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time.